Welcome back to another episode of Days with Dom. I'm your host, Dom Concoli, and uh, yeah, I got a really special episode for you guys today. Uh, joining me today on this episode, I got uh, Peter Cologne. Peter, say what's up. Hello, hello. And I also got Nick Peterson joining me. What up, what up? We got DMP in full effect. <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy. crazy. Um, yeah, uh, you start a podcast and you figure... Could have a guest on for the first one, just kind of break the ice, kind of make it easier to rather talk about your feelings by yourself. And then I started kind of posting a lot more in the past two weeks, like almost regularly. Just like I think I've, I think I posted like three or four in like a week span, which oh, is yeah. kind of crazy. You've been grinding. I have been. Um, but now you guys want to join and we finally got together and we have the soundboard here and we're all set and ready to go. So, uh, yeah, welcome. Oh yeah! Thanks for having us. Yeah, very excited, <laughs> very excited. It's kind of surreal. It's still surreal just having everyone with like mic'd up, headphones in, just just talking. We've had podcast level conversations so many times, but we've never recorded it. So I'm. I feel excited. like it's any group of it guys. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is any friend group. I guess every group of guys in one room is like, "Yo, we should definitely start a podcast right now." It's always a definitely start a podcast. Yeah. Yo, this yo, get some mics in front of us right now, and we have a podcast. We have we'd have a following. Um, but yeah, so I sent you guys the topic. Today we're going to be talking about is happiness a choice? Um, I don't know. I've just been dealing with a lot of stuff just like in my personal life just just over the past couple of weeks. Um, I maybe just question this whole like idea of like happiness, like what really makes someone happy and um, whether us choosing our own happiness is really a choice or do the outside circumstances really dictate what makes us happy? Um, so I have some notes written down. I sent you guys a topic. I'm sure you guys have some notes written down, but I think the, the best way to really, um, start off the conversation is the whole idea of happiness in general. I didn't get that. Could you try again? As my Siri <laughs> in my pocket just goes crazy. Interrupting. Damn. That is quite crazy. Um, again, the phone's always going off as I click record. Uh, this whole idea of happiness, what really is happiness? Um, I don't know. I think since I was young, my whole idea of happiness has kind of been defined as like a feeling or a certain emotion that I get from like doing an action. Like whether like, oh, I do this, it makes me feel like this. So therefore I'm happy. Or I hang out with this person, I do this and that makes me happy. I guess my question for you guys is how do you really define the whole emotion of happiness and where do you find your source of happiness? Sure. So I'll start off with that. I see Happiness more of as... Oh, can you can you also just state your uh, your name and where you're from and your major, please? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm sorry. You can continue. <laughs> little icebreakers? Um, no. <laughs> Two truths and a lie. So I see happiness almost as a reaction of the actions that you are doing at your, in your day-to-day basis. So it really just depends on the things that you're doing. Depends on the state that you're in. Obviously, finances, uh, the people that you're around... Um, completion with other things that's going on in life. So yeah, just see it as a reaction. And just basically, uh, it depends on how everything is going on in life. Could you want to um, So I, as far as my definition of happiness, I wouldn't say that this sums it up completely. This is kind of a very shorthanded way to put it, but I think it's an expression of positive energy. Now, I know that not every expression of positive energy is going to be happiness, but I think that that's something that comes with it. And um, I think that there's a lot of factors that go into happiness that it's too, you can't really put it into words. It is it is a feeling. I would put it more in that feeling emotion category. So it's very hard to like explain it in words, but that would probably be the shorthanded way that I would put it. 
it's always been interesting to me the whole idea of like happiness i think i, I spent so much time throughout my life like trying to find that source of uh being happy whether that is like through other people through activities and i don't know i don't i guess it just might be me um my life seems to always be like add this to make you happy or delete this to make you happy. And never something that like it seems to be very fluid. Uh, like it's never like, Oh, I'm content with my life. Like I'm happy all the time. It's always like, Oh, I gotta, if I'm happy here, I have to delete some of the things that make me unhappy to be happier. Or if I'm happy already, then I have to find more things to make me happy because I'm getting content. And this whole idea of like, Oh, I'm leveling up my, my level of happiness to the point where now my happiness level is my content level and I have to find something to break through because now I'm just happy all the time. That's my new content. And the happiness is now my new floor and I'm trying to find the new ceiling. And at times that could be good because you're always trying to be like achieve more, do more. At the same time, it's like very exhausting because you're like, oh, like I'm happy now, but I got to find something to make me happier. Or if I'm happy for too long, I get comfortable. And that's a certain situation that I find myself in. Like, oh, things are going way too good. I can't be, I can't be this happy. Like I don't deserve to be this happy. And I, I like try to find things wrong with like certain situations in my life. And it just leads to me kind of tearing down things that are good and then things that are bad, like just kind of deleting them from my life. Like, Oh, if this is bad, like completely just erase it rather than trying to find like certain things that are good in those bad situations. Um, it's just very exhausting and stressful. I, I think something that you have to think about too with happiness is, I mean, is it a state of mind or a state of being? Like, how how short term, how long term are we talking happiness? Because emotions fluctuate like every every day, every hour, every minute. You could feel a different emotion, but I think in the grand scheme of things, are you happy or not? Is is a different question than like happiness as an emotion? You know, there's a lot that, of ways that you could categorize. I think that's where I really struggle. I think I, I let my emotions dictate my my level of happiness. Um, like, let's say something bad happens, and like, all right, like I'm not happy anymore. Like. And to an extent, yes, happiness is a choice where it's like, okay, like I can let certain emotions like, oh, like I, I trip and I fall and I scrape my knee. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like kind of like, I'm not hurt, but like, I'm not happy about that happened, but like, it doesn't really affect my happiness level. Whereas like, if someone told me I was terminally ill and I had six months to live, like, I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of happiness in that in terms of like whether happiness is a choice. Like, I, I think you can you would be forced to kind of choose happiness in that extent because your situation is not a happy situation. Um, going off what you said, whether that's like a lot of emotions, I think that I let my emotions dictate like whether I'm happy. Like if I feel a certain way, then I'm just like, oh, everything's the sky's falling. Or if things are really good, I'm like, oh, things are amazing. Like I'm, I'm glowing with happiness and energy and hyped and ready to go. And then when things are bad, I'm like, all right, the, the ship is sinking. Like we have to like get rid of everything that's bad and just kind of hold on to the life raft. Yeah, it's definitely a perspective thing. I see it as, um, I just want to give an example. You were talking about being comfortable and let me start with this. Mm -hmm. Let's say person A, they have a, a beater Honda Civic. Okay. It gets them, it gets them point A to point B. They're happy in life. Okay. They're happy. They're happy that they have a car to get them to places. And person B is going to have that same exact car, old 1999 Honda Civic, is ran up in miles, and they're going to see it, oh, I have a crappy car. They're not happy about it. They want, their happiness is a different thing. So people have different perspectives that they can put happiness into. So happiness is just, it's really just how you see it. It could be like a spoiled thing in a sense. Like, oh, like I've been given everything, so it's like I, my happiness level is up here. Like, 
you understand that situation with the car. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not happy because I'm, I don't know, am I ungrateful in that situation? Well, I think, I think it's not only like a spoiled thing. Like, obviously, that could play a factor, but I think it's just, just different perspectives. Like, like you have to look at everybody's life and the things that they do and how they perceive the world is based off of their past experience, their family life, their growing up life. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, their current situation, their finances. So everybody that does certain things, this is just in general, not even about happiness. This could be happiness, um, expressing sadness or anything like that. How people handle their emotions is going to be completely different based off of who they are. I think that everybody has their own perspective. So I think, you can't really define happiness. Everybody has their own definition of happiness. Like we can't sit here and say this is what happiness means. Yeah. You know, it, it it's different for everybody. I, th- I think that's why certain people struggle with it so much. Cause it's like there's no clear cut answer. Like I, I spoke about like good and bad before on a different podcast, and I was like, it's so difficult for like good and bad because like my definition of like overreacting or like what is good, what is bad. Like if I get in a conflict with you or someone else, and I'm like, this is not a big deal to me, and then to someone else, it might be a big, a huge deal. I think that's the same thing with like happiness. It's like, all right, like I'm happy with my situation, but if someone else was in my situation, they wouldn't be happy. Or if someone was in my situation, they'd be like through the roof. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe I got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something I, I just struggle with. It's like, it's also just struggling, like being present in the moment and being aware of like certain things around me that make me happy. Um, I think that I was challenged one time and someone's like, Oh, like what, or like a few things that you saw today that like genuinely made you happy. And it had me thinking for a while. And I was like, to be fair that day, I just couldn't think of, of much. Like, I think we focus so many times so much on like home run. Like at least I do. I'm like, Oh, I need to hit a home run or I strike out. Like things are either like, Oh, I hit every green light going to work and I worked and no one really gave me an issue or I got like a huge tip at work. Like things are either really, really good or it's a strikeout where it's like, all right, well, I went to work. No one really tipped me. I hate my job. I ran home and it took me 20 minutes extra because there was a school bus in front of me and it kept stopping. I think it's a lot about perspective. It's it's not only perspective. It's also how much you allow yourself to uh, how much you allow your emotions to dictate the way your day goes and your feelings about the day. Because, I mean, this is something that everybody struggles with. I struggle with it sometimes, too. Where, like, one thing... Or even even if nothing happens and I just wake up, like even today, I overslept a little bit. I was just like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, uh, it's whatever. I have nothing to do anyway, like blah, blah, blah. But that I feel like would car- that sometimes carries over into my whole day where like I have this bad energy waking up in the morning. Like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to get up and do life where then every little thing that happens, even if if I didn't have that that perspective in that in the morning, you know, if I woke up very positive and the same thing happened. It would it would trigger me one way or the other, either either depending on you know your general energy. So, as far as if happiness is a choice, I think it's it it's a choice based off of how you choose to go about each day based on your energy. But I also think that it's it's difficult to control. Like it, it's not an easy thing to do. But I think that to an extent we do have a certain amount of control over it. Where do you find your uh, source of happiness? Um, you know, I find it through a lot of different things. Um, I find my source of happiness through people and not saying like, I put my happiness based off of how somebody treats me, but I'm a people person. I'm a social person. I like to talk to people. So if I'm, if I have the opportunity where I'm waking up talking to people that I enjoy, you know, 
being around. I find happiness in that. I find happiness in my passion, so music. I find happiness in just art in general. Um, playing sports, uh, we all play rugby together. You know, rugby is a great source of happiness. I mean, during COVID, when we didn't have it, I'd say I was definitely in a less happy state than when we when we could actively go out and play it. So, I mean, it's a lot of things, and it varies day to day, but those are the probably the general things. Do you have anything to add to that, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I could answer what makes me happy, I guess, just like Peter did. Um, for me, just getting to see all my friends during the school week, it's a great thing. Always mm -hmm. looking forward to it, getting out of bed. I look forward to going to my classes, seeing my friends after, hanging out, just having little conversations like this on, off the podcast. Uh, one thing that actually brings me a lot of happiness is cooking. I love cooking. I could agree. Whether with that. it's for yeah. for myself, for my family, my friends. There's just something about cooking. I did a lot over the summer having people over. It was just something that we all gathered. We gathered, we were able to um hang out, you know, just listen to music, talk, play games. That just brought a lot of a lot of happiness. So, what yeah. about you, Dom? So you it was funny because someone asked me this question yesterday, a friend of mine, because I was talking to them and they were like, I was like, oh, this is the way I think my podcast is going to be on. And they're like, oh, I'll give you my opinion. And I was like, all right, yeah, shoot, go ahead. Like, give me all you can. I'll, like, I'll write some stuff down. Um, I took away what Peter said specifically about like other people, because that's what I said. I said like other people bring me joy, like mm -hmm. whether it be like a girlfriend that I have or a girl I, I want to be with, like that, that brings me happiness or like my friends, like hanging out with my friends. Like I'm a big people person. Um, I think that leaves me to be codependent on other people too much. Like other people are my source of happiness a majority of my time. And that just comes from me being like a very social human being. Like I don't really like spending time alone. And like when I do spend time alone, like I'm either doing a podcast for other people or I'm just like, I don't know. I like I really just don't do much for my own self. Like I either do like classwork, I do podcast or like I'm hanging out with my friends. Like that's, that's what I kind of, consume my time with because it's like I don't really like hanging out by myself it's just something that I just don't necessarily like doing I don't know why it is it's just the way I was wired and I guess it's the way I just rock and then I was told that I'm too codependent on other people for my happiness so like if I'm want to hang out with the boys and the boys are like oh we're gonna hang out we're gonna hang out and like we don't hang out mm -hmm. and I was like oh man like I'm not really like happy right now like the guys don't want to go out I'm kind of home watching Netflix or whatever like my girlfriend doesn't want to talk to me or whatever at this time so it's like or like or like she's busy or something it's just like all right like I'm by myself watching like TV it's like it's not my source of happiness and or you talked about a sport like I also said like I rambled up some things I was like my friends my sport like it's things that like are kind of out of my control in a sense. Like I can't control if we have a team this year, next year or like we have a season. I can't control if my friends want to hang out with me, if my girlfriend still wants to hang out with me and be with me. Like I can't control what other people think of me. It leaves me to be very codependent and sort of be like sourcing happiness out of things that I have no control over. And that's very, very toxic because it's like, okay, you can be happy if this happens, this happens, this happens. But at the same time, when that those things do not happen, that's when I kind of get torn down in a sense yeah and that becomes dangerous and that's why i asked you earlier like what brings you happiness and a lot of you guys said like cooking like, that's a passion like i enjoy podcasting mm -hmm. i enjoy just making content because i think it's tangible i think it's cool like i can post it online and like i can it's always going to be out there um i was told to focus more so on the little things in life 
just rather than like, oh, like cooking makes me happy or like podcasting makes me happy or my friends make me happy. They were just like, oh, what about like, I don't know, listening to your favorite song or seeing your favorite color, like when you're out in public or seeing like a band that you like, like playing in the mall or something like that. Does that make you happy? And I was like, I never really thought about the small victories in life. Like I think so much about like, oh, again, like I was talking about like home run strikeout, home run strikeout. Like I think mm-hmm. about like, oh, whether I get the girl that I want, the job that I want. Like if if the boys are all going out and we're all getting lit and everyone's going out, like that brings me happiness. I never really thought about like maybe, I don't know, finding that so, like my favorite color and the wild, or seeing like a puppy or something mm-hmm. that brings me happiness. And it's like, I feel like we overlook a lot especially me, like someone that's like digging and like searching, like, Oh, I got to find happiness here. I got to find happiness there. Like I'm looking and looking for this, this thing that I can't really get a hold of because there's no real definition. Like I'm making my own definition and I'm always searching for it. And that's kind of putting me in this like prison of just like, Oh, am I going to find something that I can't even find because I didn't define it yet? Yeah. I, for me, um, going back to like appreciating the little things, Something that I've really found recently, um, I mean, I always kind of have, but not to the extent that I do now that I've been learning to appreciate and really like dictating my happiness, not dictate my happiness, but you know, it brings me happiness is outdoors, just being outside and seeing like the world, you know, um, I was in Chicago a couple months back and I've never, I like, I've seen a couple pictures of Chicago, but I didn't really realize how beautiful the city is like right on i think it's lake michigan it's right on there's the rivers like running through the city um and i i remember just being out there on the last day i was waiting for my uber to go to the airport um because i had i was leaving the group that i was with so i was going back by myself and i was waiting for the uber and i was just remember looking around at the city looking at the water looking at the building the reflection of the light off of the buildings you know all like the people just living their life there was like jazz music playing like in the little like plaza that we were in and like i was just like wow this is beautiful and something that i find myself doing now when i'm like feeling a little bit down or whatever is i just go outside and just kind of just see the natural world and just i mean even if it's not natural you know building stuff but like (laughs) just seeing like how the world is just operating like with i'm not doing anything i'm just watching it happen i think that that's something that so it's just a little thing that i think has really really helped me um as another source of happiness yeah no i've definitely going off of what peter said there i was like, when I'm walking in between classes or from the U Center to another building, I try to put my phone down and I take a look at the buildings, see the interactions that people are having outside around campus. And just getting off of my screen, just noticing the little details around campus, all the cool b- infrastructure that we have around there. That's also another small thing that I've noticed. And it's refreshing. It's refreshing yeah. to get off your phone, look around. You're not as connected. You almost you're just disconnecting from the entire world, and you're looking at what's right in front of you. A lot of the things that we're missing that are right in front of you when you're looking down at your screen. I think I'm trying to do that more now, like especially when like you talk about like senior year of college, like certain things are going to change and never kind of be the same again. It ha- it really hit me the other day when I was at the one of the Prudential Center games working for uh, basketball for the men's game, and I was like sitting in Prudential Center like while they were cleaning up. And I forget who it was. It was either it was one of my friends or it was my girlfriend, something like that. And they were like, oh, like, what are you doing? And I was just, like, kind of looking around, like, all this stuff. Like, I'm like, wow, this is, I'm only have, like, five more opportunities to kind of be on this court and, like, look around inside here and just, like, 
after that, the next time I'll probably be on like this close to the court is when I'm graduating. And I was kind of just taking it all in. I was like, wow, like this has been like four years of just being here. And I feel like a lot of times we kind of take advantage of like what we do or like where we are. And then it's like, wow, like so many people would rather be in our positions right now. And it's like, you really don't appreciate things until it's gone. Yeah. It's bittersweet, right? It was, it was a crazy feeling. Cause like you talked to like, obviously I'm one of the older people in like my sports network or my job. Like I'm one of two seniors. So like for the other people, like they're looking at me and they're like, what are you doing? And I, all I could say was like, I guess you'd understand it in like a few years. And I felt like such a like old head saying that, but I was just like, like you don't realize how like crazy things are. Like you're literally standing like you're really in a position that's like, wow, like things are really like amazing. Yeah. And I could have stood there all day or sat and sat there all day and just like looked at like all the banners and all the, all the seats and just think like all the times I was here and just both happy, sad. Like it's really just a beautiful thing. And it was like, I guess it just all hit me at once. And I'm like, wow, we still have like five more times. I don't even imagine what's going to be like the last time I'm going to be there. Um, it's, it's like, it's like one of those feelings where you're like happy and sad at the same time. Like yeah. you're happy about the experience. It's like a bittersweet experience. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know how I'm going to take it. Let, let me ask you this. Have you had days where you had to go to work at the Prudential Center and been like, oh, I don't want to go to work. Oh, oh something happens. This sucks. So, yes, during especially during finals week, like, or like I have an exam coming up and I'm like literally studying for the exam while at the Prudential Center watching a basketball game. And like people behind me, I can hear them like kind of like chirping, not like chirping, but like looking at me like, what is this kid doing? Like on Excel at, in the middle of a Big East basketball game against Villanova. And I'm just like, dude, I, I got finals. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, like I study for those. Or like me, like talking to Kevin Willard after I seen all basketball game last year. And I was like, dude, like I literally have to go home and study for a final. And he's like, yeah, grades come first, right? And I was like, yeah. And that, was, that was like one of the only interactions I have had with uh, Kevin Willard. But there, there have been times, yes, where I, I show up to work and I'm like, damn, like I really don't want to be here. And now like looking back on it, like I would take those days a hundred times out of a hundred times just to be like, with the people that I love and doing the stuff that I love. Cause like at the end of the day, like we don't really get paid much for what we do, but it's like, we just love the work we do. And I think that's why we do the work so well. Cause we all want to be there and make a difference. Um, that's kind of just went off completely off track. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason I asked you that is because I mean, that brings me to my point of, I think that happiness to put it short, happiness comes from experiences. And I think that everybody could agree on that. Good yeah. experiences, bad experience, because those bad experiences help us appreciate the, the good experiences. Oh, yeah. So something like that where, you know, it's your last couple couple shifts at work at the Prudential Center. You know, you, you it's so surreal. You could go, like, right on the court if you want, whatever. Like, it, you might have had days where that that was brutal for you. You know, you, you don't want to yeah. be there. Like, you have other things to do, other priorities. But all those experience come together for you to really look at it at the end. Like, wow, like this was a surreal thing that I was able to, to experience. And then, you know, whether that makes you feel happy, sad, bittersweet, whatever it is, you know, I think all those experiences do come together to bring some sort of happiness. I find whether it's through memories or, or something else, you know, I find it interesting when you brought up like the whole experience thing, because my brother and I are having this conversation and like ever since I was, I don't say younger, I guess like when I first started working for my money and I was like, yeah, like, let's just buy like tickets. Like I, you guys know, like I buy a lot of concert tickets mm -hmm. as I was mentioning before we got on the podcast for, for good and bad reasons. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> I'm a big experience guy. Like I love like buying tickets. I'm like, yo, like let's just go to this concert, this place, that place. Like money's not really an object when I'm having an experience with my guys. And I think 
it's because like I was talking to my brother about it a while ago. I was like, I just feel so much better buying a concert ticket than I do like buying merchandise or buying like the clothes that I wear. Because at the end of the day, like I, when I buy that concert ticket or I go to that, I buy tickets for a, a show or an event. I'm like, that is my experience and no one can really take it away from me. And that's, that's kind of priceless to me. Like when we all went to go see like wrestling and GC dub and all that, yeah. like no one could take away that experience. Like, yeah, the ticket was whatever it was, but at the end of the day, like that experience that I had with my friends and like that night is one of those experiences. Like that was mine. Like no one could, that's priceless to me. Like yeah. no one could take away your personal experience. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're the only one that really had that experience rather than I, we could all buy the same sweatshirt that Nick has or the same shirt that you and I are wearing. It's like, we can all kind of wear that. It's like, are we really fulfilled? Like, I don't really get a fulfillment out of buying material things. Like, yes, I like expensive clothing. I like expensive chains, I like watches. I like all that stuff. But it's like, I feel so much better when I'm like, oh, I'm, I just went to that concert and I, that's my experience. Yeah. yeah, I think to me, experiences are priceless as well. I've kind of, kind of within the last like one or two years, I've been more, you know, any opportunity that comes along for me to do something that I might not, be able to do like often or again like i'm taking the opportunity like i'll move around plans like i'll i'll put like even work like that's another thing like like even with like just working and stuff like everybody's like oh work 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 you gotta work you gotta make your money which it's true of course but you know my job it, it's a little different i have the like a good relationship with with my boss so like if there's something that comes up that i'm like i need to do this like i'm calling out of work like yeah. like i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go to that concert i'm gonna go to that show or whatever like you don't, you don't know, like, I don't know, when you, when you, this is going to get a little bit morbid, when you die, like, when those last couple moments, all you have are your memories, you know, you want to be, be as fulfilled as you could be, so, like, I'm just trying to take advantage of everything that comes to me. See, it's interesting that you said that, because I had a friend talk to me recently about this whole idea of, like, when you die, you really only have yourself, because mm -hmm. I feel like, personally, like, when bad things happen to me, like, obviously, I, like, I'm going through rough times here and there, I find, like, we really, like, are our own worst enemies at least i am like i'll just do stupid stuff like i don't really care about myself i'll be like i don't care what i do like i'll go drink i'll go do everything else besides like kind of take care of myself and be like my own best friend and, like take time to kind of like get to know myself um i feel like at times that could be very harmful because at the end of the day like we really only have ourselves like we could do so much harm to our own bodies we can do so much harm to our own mental states because of all what this person did to me this person did to me that person did to me and I think just going back, because you had me thinking about this whole experience thing, like when you really are sitting there at the end of the day, you really only have like yourself. And I, I think I struggle with that so much because I find my happiness in so many other people that like I kind of become codependent on, all right, is this person going to hang out with me today? How does this person feel about me today? That all dictates how I feel. But at the end of the day, like when we're all dead, it's like, does that any of that even matter? Yeah, I and, think... Continue. No, that's that. That's what I'm struggling with. Is what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, um, something that everybody needs to do. This is just my belief. Um, you have to kind of spend some time with yourself and nurture yourself and and learn to appreciate yourself. I mean, even, and whether this it's it's through putting yourself through uncomfortable situations. So whether that be working out until you can't do it anymore, you know, then you're you're more like in tune with yourself and your capabilities. Something that I've been doing recently, actually. Um, I like to go to diners a lot mm -hmm. and for breakfast. I go by myself. I don't care if, like, I'll always, yeah. I, you know, I live with three other guys. I'll, I'll walk outside my room and be like, hey, who wants to go to the diner? It's either, oh, I already ate. Oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to spend the money. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. And 
I've done this a couple times so far. Um, first time, first couple times, it is uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable at first because you're like, wow, I'm really here by myself. I have nothing to do. Like I'm twiddling my thumbs. Like, I, cause when I do it, I try not to go on my phone. Like I, I, I try to like really just have that experience. And you know, I'm just kind of like, wow, like there's people here. Like then you start to think like, uh, these people are looking at me by myself. I look like such a loser, blah, blah, blah. But like, you have to realize at the end of the day, like nobody really cares. Yeah, no. Like everybody's just living. And I think that if you like people just need to take the chance to just kind of live and whether that be by themselves with other people. But I do think getting more in tune with like you as an individual is very, very important to find the happiness. Yeah. I mean, being comfortable with yourself is a very important thing. Um, I've also tried and I, I've done it before. I did it a lot towards the end of COVID. I would just go to the diner that I used to work at, just sit at the right there at the countertop order my eggs, you know, just sit there. And then, yeah, occasionally you start conversations with other people that you would have never thought. Mm -hmm. But just small experiences like that, just you get to appreciate them. You learn a lot from other people. I've learned many things at the diner countertop when I've been there. It's <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. But just small things like that, you find you, you can find happiness in them and you learn how to uh, just learn how to take in those experiences. I think it's great. Yeah. It's just, I guess, something to struggle with. Just being this whole like idea of being alone. Like I don't know. I you should go tomorrow morning. You should wake up and go to the diner by yourself. <laughs> just let us know. How it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be texting you guys. Like I hate this. I hate you. Guys. <laughs> I mean, that's one way. To, that's one way you just work on yourself. Yeah. You got to become your best friend. You were just talking about we are our own uh, worst enemies. Mm -hmm. You got to be your best friend too. And again, I struggle with that because oftentimes I get in conflicts with people. Uh, as you guys both know, and then I get in conflicts and I'm like a lot of times like doing this like self like blaming like, oh, like I can't believe I did this or do I feel crazy is always a statement that I'm throwing out there. Like, should I feel crazy for feeling like this? Because those are my emotions and then like I don't get a positive reaction. So like, should I not be the way I am? Should I not be happy? Should I not chase his happiness or should I bring my level down on like a level to be make everyone else happy? And that leads me to kind of being this like people pleaser. Like, oh, if I find that other people happy or if i make you two happy then like i could be happy because you two are happy yeah. and that leaves you in this like negative loop of just making like all right if peter's happy then i'm happy or if nick's happy then i'm not, i'm happy if my if the girl i like's happy then i'm happy yeah it's just me like people pleasing left and right to the point that like oh i'm only happy if other people are happy and i'm, I'm being reliant on other people's emotions for my own emotions i think well so I could agree with you where I'm I'm the type of person where I like to make people happy. I would say that I'm a natural host. Like I like I like hosting things. Like you said, Definitely. like you like to cook with people or cook for people and stuff like that. Like I, I do like to host and that brings other people happiness, which in turn will bring me happiness. But I think something that I do want to bring up. Um, so when something goes wrong with somebody, maybe they, they are mad at you or whatever. You know, obviously, if, if you putting happiness in other people is your source of happiness, that's obviously going to take a toll on you if you're not making them happy. Something that our dear friend Tillman, Tillman, if you're listening, shout out to Tillman. <laughs> shout out. Tillman used to say, he, I'll never forget this. This was, I think, freshman year. This was like one of my first couple encounters with Tillman. He, he mentioned this, and I'll never forget it. I've, I live my life like this now, like going, moving from this point. He said, you know, every situation that goes wrong or it's negative in your eyes, there's maybe 100 reasons something go wrong. 99 of those reasons have nothing to do with you. But something that you have to try to work at and learn, what is that one reason that's your fault? Like, if you didn't do this, if you change this behavior a little bit, 
why did that contribute to the greater outcome and just work on it and try to fix that one reason. And that I think brings a lot more, um, I don't want to say happiness, but productivity to your life. And it, it allows you to continually self improve. And I think when that happens, that's when it's easier to, to have this happiness mindset. I mean, yeah, when you focus on how I see it, if you try to focus on those other 99 things, that could be overwhelming. Of course. And then that'll just put you in a state of shock where you don't even want to do anything. Yeah. So it's definitely smart to focus, to try to focus on that one reason that, um, that's contributed by yourself. Yeah. I think where I get frustrated with that is, um, I feel like I, fo- I do focus on that one reason and then like, I feel like I have that covered or if like I focus on that one reason and things don't work out the way I want it to. I'm like, what, what, it, what, like why? Like, <laughs> like, if yeah. we, like we focus on 99, like there's 99 things that we can't control. The one thing we can control, we could focus on if we have that under wraps, like we like, Oh, we know for a fact that that that's hundred percent perfect. Like I couldn't have done anything better. And then situations still don't work out. Mm-hmm. Then you're like self questioning yourself. Like, Oh, why? Like, is it like, I don't want to think like I don't have any control over my own life yeah. or I don't have only any control over certain situations. Cause I feel like at times that, that that's where I also get frustrated. Like when there's certain things, like I physically can't do anything more. Like if I do anything more, like I'm basically living someone else's life for them. And that's where I also get like, Oh, am I really happy if I'm in a situation right now where I'm like, I have to control how someone else feels or if someone else wants to make a decision and I'm like, Oh, I, I don't want them to like, make the decision or if they don't want to make the decision because they don't want to hurt my feelings because it's like they're worried about my own source of happiness because I don't have a source of happiness myself. And this is just me going on and on about like open thoughts and open questions that I don't think any of them have a real answer to. I mean, it's definitely hard to do. It's hard to, to accept when things don't go the way that you want it. But I think that there's also a fine line between that when you should accept, oh, all right, I really did the best that I could. You know, I really tried and it didn't work out. It's life. I got to move on. Or whether, oh, it didn't go out because of me. You know, it, it's hard to find that line. But I think that that just comes with practice and, and just living in, in more si- like situations and experiences and being able to like analyze people and just kind of step out, step back from like your own perspective and just try to see in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, kind of like, like it was third person, like, like this happened, take all your emotions out of it. That's kind of the way to do it. And, and a way that you could do that, I think, is just writing stuff down. Um, I find when I'm like pretty down, I don't do it as much as I should, but I just kind of write about the situation, whether I'll pour my emotions to it or just write like the facts, like even without emotions, like just writing stuff down really lets you like kind of read it. And like when it's tangible in front of you that you could read the situation and I mean, handwrite, I don't mean type like on your phone. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I, I do. Handwrite. Yeah. You see my, my notes in front of you. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how the whole thing started. Like I just have a feeling or have an emotion or maybe I have a conflict with someone and I'm like wow, I really feel like this. And then I literally put like a catchy, like a YouTube thumbnail title on the top mm-hmm. and just write a bunch of feelings. I oftentimes write the feelings first and then I write the headline for a second. And I'm like, all right, this all falls under one umbrella. We're going to make a video or a, a podcast about this. Um, it's really helped me like put the ideas down. And then when I, like, I speak them on the podcast, it also kind of gives me that home like therapy session. Like, all right, I, now that I'm speaking into words, like, am I stupid? Like, am I overreacting in certain situations? Or are my feelings valid? And are my feelings worthy of being on the podcast? Sometimes I'm even talking to this mic right now, and I'm just like, wow, what I said really just doesn't make sense a lot of times. I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. But I think it's it's beneficial. Like, it's beneficial to kind of write things down because then you really know, like, if I can't put it to words, like, am I really feeling a certain way? Or if I can put it to words really well, like, 
maybe I should talk to the person that I'm having the conflict with, or maybe I should try to like figure out why I feel this way and change a certain thing. Um, it definitely does help you out a ton, or at least it helped me out, and I'm sure it helped you out. Yeah, I mean, that's a learning experience too. You can always find the positive to a negative there. Something doesn't go your way. You can always learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to like writing things down, um, I, I think that that's something that was lost for me, at least with COVID, you know, I mean, even just going to college, like, cause COVID hit our second semester freshman year. So mm -hmm. like when I got to college, like when you're in high school, everything's written pretty much. Yeah. Like you're always constantly writing stuff. And, and I don't even want to look at a, a, like a school scope, but this is just my example. So like I used to just do a lot more writing back then, like pen to paper. Whereas then I got to college and everything's like typing. Like I, I never had to turn in an assignment, like, yeah. like on paper, like I just email it to him, you know, upload it on blackboard or whatever. Mm -hmm. So something that I started doing, um, so I used to do it sophomore year. So it was like in the peak of COVID where everything's online. I would write, hand write my assignments and keep it like just on my desk. So I knew exactly what I had to do. But now what I've done, I actually have it right here. I keep like a written calendar. Like it's so much easier to just go on like Outlook or, or Google yeah. calendars or whatever and just like fill in all the stuff that you have to do. I keep it written because it just makes me feel more like connected to it, you know, and not to put it in that like way, like a cheesy way, like, oh, I feel connected to it because I'm like actually writing it. But I feel like it, it it's I don't know. I just feel like technology and phones and computers and stuff really do disconnect you as much as they connect us. They disconnect us yeah. from the world. I mean, I definitely feel that even when I'm studying for an exam or something, I always find that I'll do better on it when I'm if I'm going through notes and I'm rewriting it on paper. Mm -hmm. I always feel like that is trapped in my head way easier than when I'm typing something on a Word yeah, document. For sure. Definitely. I've, I have I mean, I take notes on my computer, but then when I'm studying, I'll usually... So usually when I study, I'll, I'll go to, like, the library or something, and they yeah. have, like, the whiteboards in the study room. So mm -hmm. I'll look at all my notes that I took on my computer and rewrite them on the whiteboard. Yeah. And then I kind of, like... Then it, that's where I really start to I, get I, ha like, I have seen you yeah. do that with yeah. the, the Spanish the Spani notes. Yeah, the, the Spanish, Spanish. I had a Spanish <laughs> final last year. I had maybe... 500 vocabulary words, a bunch of like cultural things. I showed up to the mess. study room. This kid has every single like term you can think of just <laughs> on the all board. over the board. I'm like, you're going to be good. He's like, I'm going to be here till 3 a.m. Dude, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's no, MBC but it, hey, I passed the test. It works. Whatever works. Proof right? is in the pudding. Works, yeah. This kid there. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Writing stuff down definitely does help, especially when it comes to like an emotion or a feeling because at least I do it often. Like I kind of talk a lot before I kind of think like I'm very emotional and I kind of tell people exactly how I feel. Um, both good and bad. Like, yeah, like it helps me like really tell people how I feel like emotionally, like how this is how I'm feeling. This is what is bothering me. But at the same time, like I don't really take that step and kind of make sure that I'm okay with my, inf like the, what I'm saying first. Like, I don't like, maybe I should check in more so like myself. And that comes again, with, like knowing yourself, like, Hey, like, this is how you feel. Like, why do you feel this way? Maybe you should think about it a little bit before you speak. Like, nah, if, like you do me wrong and I'm just going to flat out tell you how I feel. And that leads to a lot of conflict because a lot of people don't really necessarily like hearing uh, certain things being said in the, in the heat of the moment. But again, that's something I'm working on personally is like trying to get to know myself better to like figure out why things bother me the way they do. And then kind of taking a step back and saying like, should the things bother me the way they do? Mm -hmm. But that's also not something that you necessarily need to ask yourself. Not that you need to not need to ask yourself, but like, you know, if something's bothering you, like 
that's your emotions. That's your perspective. It goes back to the whole perspective thing, you know. Yeah. It, in in somebody else's perspective, they might say, "Oh, you shouldn't be bothered by that." But if you're bothered by that, you know, your feelings are valid. Like that's it. it it's a it's a balance between knowing when your feelings are valid or when you're out of pocket a little bit. I think that's where I get conflicted because a lot of times I'm like, oh, I think my feelings are valid. And then I, you speak to other people about it and then your feelings are kind of discredited. Mm. And then you're like, oh, should I be feeling like you almost feel crazy in a way. Like I, I say how I feel and then someone's like, oh, it's not like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't like that. Maybe I'm crazy. But then again, it's my feelings. Like my, a feeling is a valid feeling. Mm. I think it's a difference between a fact and a feeling. And I think a feeling is, are always valid. Cause you can't take some, you can't take that away from someone like, Oh, you did this to me. I feel this like that. It's not a fact, but it's, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Like a feeling is, is valid and it, it, it's true. I don't think you could be like, Oh, that's not, that's not true. Like you feel that way, but that's not the way it is. It's like, no, that that's a feeling and that's a valid feeling. And you can't take that away from me. Same way you can't take an experience away from someone. Yeah. Like if that experience made me feel a certain way, you can't take that away, both good and bad. I'm sorry. I think it also goes back to the whole, you know, figure out a reason why this didn't go your way. It's also figure out why you're feeling that way. You know, if it's a negative feeling and you could really boil it down like, oh, this is why I feel the way that I feel. And you still say, oh yeah, it's a valid feeling. Then yeah, it's a valid feeling, you know? But I think when it, when you really like analyze a situation and your feelings behind it, if you s can't really think of a reason like, oh, I don't really don't know why I'm feeling this way. This is because, you know, we act impulsively with our emotions, too. You might not really have a total rationale right away. And then, like, you slowly settle into it. So I think that that's also kind of taking a step back from a situation and and figuring out the reason why. Yeah, just <laughs> I think that's that's like. It's tricky. It is tricky. It's, it's very tricky. But that's life, you know. Everything's tricky. Every everybody's still trying but, to figure it out. You but know? should it be? It should it be that tricky? It just is. Like, that, I, that's I don't. I, that's the thing. Is. Like, like you say, like, oh, it's just life. Like, it, it's tricky. It's life. I feel like that's the issue. Yeah. Like, everyone's trying to overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's fighting over nonsense they shouldn't be fighting over, or they're fighting over things that. Hey, if we just got over this this step, or we just thought of things in a different perspective, like things are so short. Like things are really just so precious and, you know, and just people get so caught up over small details and small things to kind of hinder themselves from finding this true happiness. So it's like, is happiness a choice at the end of the day? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think things can be miserable. You can meet people that are, are terminally ill. You can meet people that are not in the best situation financially and they are extremely happy. And that's always been something that's been crazy to me to think about. Like someone that's terminally ill saying like, oh, you got like a couple weeks left to live and they're still happy. They're still moving on and pushing through and they know they're fighting a losing battle and they're still finding happiness. And here I am complaining that a certain thing didn't go my way in a certain game or um, me and my girlfriend get in a fight or me and my friends don't. And Siri goes off again on my watch <laughs> um, as I'm making a point here. At certain small things don't go my way, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so miserable. And then I see other people that are so happy, and I'm just like, why can't I I really develop this whole sense of happiness? But I think it's a lot of times me choosing not to chase that happiness and me choosing not to view the beautiful things in life and just be so torn on this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Like, why don't we start looking at this is bad, but... Yeah. Like, mm. this is bad, but there's good here. This is bad, but I learned a lot about myself. I think that's where we really get valuable. It, it's it's all about perspective. I mean, we've been yeah. saying this the whole time, but, I mean, there's obviously going to be external things that you can't control that are, that 
may contribute to you not being as happy. But I mean, I have a friend. His his father was unfortunately diagnosed with cancer like a couple of years ago. He's the happiest guy. He's like the most positive guy I've ever met. You know, like knowing that there's something so serious going on in his life. I talk to him always a smile on his face, and I know that he's just like that's just how he is. He chooses to go about his life in that way. You know, you, it's it's hard. I mean, it's more it's easier said than done. It's so easy to just say, oh, you just can't harp on the little things. You know, you got to just be happy, whatever. Obviously, it's so much easier said than done. But, you know, it, it really is like a, a challenge that that I think it I don't know. It, it's a challenge. I mean, yeah, the people the way people react to things is just so complex. It just goes back to perspective. The way that someone came, came up as a young kid, the way that they're taught, the way that they learn things. The way that they learn how to react to different situations, it's just all, it's just a perspective. Yeah. I think that's what gets me frustrated, especially when I hit, like, conflicts, especially, like, I'm always someone that's, like, oh, like, that's not a big deal, or, like, maybe I should get over, like, there's, I, I, I think it's just so, like, me thinking about, like, how short life really is. Like, I'm like, oh, like, we get in this little fight, like, yes, it's a big deal, but, like, is it really a big deal? And a lot of people don't like that, like, when I say that, like, oh, like, is this really a big deal right now? Like, think about it this way. Like, we don't have a lot of time. Like, why do we spend time trying to be happy? Like, it's not that big of a deal. And they're always like, oh, I can't believe you would say that. Like, that is a big deal. I'm like, that's not what I mean. When I say it's not a big deal, I mean, like, it's not a real big deal in the grand scheme of this whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to look down the road 30 years from now if I'm still friends with you guys and I'm still together with someone? It's like, did that fight we have on... Remember we had a fight in early 2023. Like, is that really going to affect our relationship moving forward in yeah. 30 years from now? I personally don't think so. But I guess mm-hmm. some people really get caught up on certain things. And it really hinders them from kind of choosing this happiness. And I think I'm, I fall victim of that too. But at the end of the day, you have to realize, like, hey, if you really take a second and just kind of sit back and kind of notice small things in your life, whether that's, like, me going for my run this morning making up my, my two mile run. So coach Chris, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my time splits were not that great either, but might, might be better than next. If we're going to be a honest, better than my second, <laughs> a little, bit, a little <laughs> better than next second, second mile. mile. But, um, like walk running by the water and like viewing the water and seeing like the kids kind of running around smiling with their parents or like the, the dogs that were walking like that did make me happy. And that, that was a source of happiness. Also a source of happiness was when I finished the run. Like I was oh, kind of yeah. like, Oh yeah. I got the, the satisfaction. I got to the two mile, nice I got the two mile wall, mile, like two mile mark. And then I got to my house and I was like, I had that runner's high mm-hmm. and like that, that's a good feeling. Like after you finish that run and you're like, wow, like I, I feel like I'm on top of the, conquer the world. Yeah. And that's a good way to start today. <laughs> just like get the two miles done. And then I'm like, on. I'm, I'm on like this high level right now. I got like a, this runner's high that I, I don't yeah. know if it ever comes down till tomorrow morning when I have to probably work out again. I'm like, ah, oh, time to run another mile. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, you know, something that I, this is just me though, I wasn't always like this, I'm just unapologetically myself, like, I don't really, yeah. you know, I try to make other people happy, but I think I did it a lot more when I was younger, like, I would be a little bit more nervous in situations, like, I was I was a shy kid, actually, mm-hmm. believe it or not, like, I was very, very quiet in school, like, in middle school, up until, like, maybe junior year, high school, I was, I was pretty quiet, because I would always just think, like, Oh, if I say this, how's this person going to feel about it? And then you, it's also just stepping back, just looking at the grand scheme of things. Like, mm-hmm. I think something that we do as humans is we think, not that it's a bad thing or a good thing, we value ourselves too much. And I don't mean it like we value our self care. Uh, like, like, that obviously should be like the highest of anyone's priorities. But I think people really get caught up in, 
oh, this is going to happen. It's the end of the world. But, like, yeah. life goes on. You know, we're such, like, a tiny speck in the universe. Yeah. Like, really how much do certain things matter, you know? It, it's in the grand scheme of things where we're, we're nothing almost. And I hate to sound say it, like, pessimistically, but I'm trying to twist it into a positive. <laughs> like, you have to just kind of just live your life, you know? And I think when you spend so much time thinking about how you're going to affect, you know, the world, you start to lose that appreciation of yeah. it. I mean, you don't have time to try to understand why people react to things the way they do. Exactly. The only thing you can control is how you react to something, and that's just going to come with time. Mm -hmm. There's no point in harping on why someone's going to react on a thing that you may do in the future, a thing that you did. It's not. It doesn't matter how, the, how someone else reacts. Maybe a little bit, but it more depends on how it comes off in your eyes. Yeah. You know? Time heals everything. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, it does. No, I, I agree. I, that's like, but I feel like it's like also like a sucky statement. It's like, oh yeah, time's gonna heal like this. Time's gonna heal that. It's like, I know, but it's just like I gotta. It's like a waiting game at that point. Yeah. It really does though, because time, time gives you that perspective of the past. Like yeah. you could really look back at situations because time has passed, and and the more time has passed, the more easy it is to disconnect yourself from a situation oh, yeah. and and look at it. Like it's oh, so yeah. easy for me to look at back at something in middle school that I did than something like yesterday because yeah. it's like I know what it was. I don't remember how I was feeling the certain day that something happened back in the day, you know? Yeah. Where like something that just happened and is recent, like those emotions are still there. They linger, you know? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Like things that you did embarrassing are like, uh, like it's whatever. But like the things that you did embarrassing yesterday, it's like, uh, it's a world's ending here. Like I feel so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of did promise you, Peter, that we'd be out of here by six. So I think it's time to start winding down. That's right. Yeah, I gotta go coach coach some middle schoolers in wrestling. Six thirty. Practice six thirty. It starts. I can be there a little earlier. I mean, this podcast will probably be was posted by the time you're. By the time I'm there. <laughs> Probably. I mean, get the SD card out, get this thing uploaded, get this thing ready to go. Um, it was a pleasure. It was an honor, actually. So we came to the conclusion, the contestants, that the um, happiness is a choice, correct? That was the... To an extent. Yeah. Yeah, to an There's extent, an yeah. Extent. Some things, things are out There's of our control. To that. It's like the statement, uh, life is like... 10% what happens, 90% how you react to it. That's yeah. just a hard question to answer, though. It's very it's kind of like... It's an open-ended question, like the, but I feel uh, like that's why it's good, good to talk about. Kind of yeah. like the, does money bring happiness? That's a whole. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's, that's another that's podcast. Another <laughs> but like stuff like that, like really answering questions about happiness, like we could talk about this for hours and yeah. never come to like a solid conclusion. You know, because everyone's so definite. Like I could probably yo go for y'all for Bracken next door and bring him in. He'll, he'll, he'll be like, "Oh no, you can't control anything." <laughs> like, like, completely different, you know. All right. Well, I think that's time to wrap it up. If you guys want to plug anything, you can plug it now. While I'm, I'm winding down here, Peter. I know you want to plug your music. Go ahead. Uh, I'll plug it um, at Chef Cooking Up. On everything, Spotify, Instagram, give me a follow, YouTube. I don't know everything. Chef cooking up. Should I, should I play some? Until, <laughs> have it on hand. I do. I'll take it. Uh, this is old though. This is old. Listen to the new stuff if you're gonna listen to it. Miss Michigan, on my on my gym playlist. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I appreciate gym. it. I'm looking for appreciate my Miss Michigan actually right now. Nick, anything anything you want to plug real quick before we end it? You want to plug your Nothing Instagram really to plug? I mean. Scene Hall Rugby on Instagram. Yeah, Scene Hall Wow, Rugby. that's a selfless plug. That's a selfless plug. I All love right. it. I love that. This has been another episode of Days with Dom. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good one. See Peace. you. Peace.